Hello, this is Minisode 23, and today we're talking about the very interesting idea <laughs> that someone came up with, or you came up with, so I don't someone know. Someone came up with, quite a while ago now, actually. There you go, and it's weather. We're talking about weather. What's the weather outside? Yeah, let's have a look, sunny. shall we? This is actually sunny. It is very sunny this week, for once. Yeah. Uh, no, we're not actually just talking about weather. We're talking about weather in regards to theme parks, obviously, and just how... It can either, like, affect it. Like, basically, some rides can't operate when it's too cold. And then I don't know if some can't operate when it's too hot. Is that a thing? Mm -hmm. So, and obviously, like, thunderstorms and everything like that. So I just want to talk about why and, you know, the mechanics behind how weather actually affects rides. So lots of different types of weather affect theme parks, you know. Mm -hmm. And it really depends on where the theme parks are located. Okay. What you'll find is some theme parks... Um, well, take, for example, the theme parks in the UK. If it's raining very heavily, they're just going to continue to operate the rides. Mm -hmm. They don't do that in uh, most places. They Why? Will, they will stop them because of guest comfort, right? It, oh, being, so basically they're not hardcore enough. Being just completely, <laughs> you know, when we went on Icon in the, in the pouring battered. down rain, you get battered. It hurts. Yeah. What, what the Merlin parks do, or Alton Towers specifically, is they announce in the queue that the ride experience might be a bit more uncomfortable than normal because right. of the weather conditions, but mm. they'll continue to operate it. Whereas when I went to Heidi Park in Germany, Merlin as well, as soon as it started pouring down with rain, they closed the rides. Right. And then waited for it to kind of stop. See, that's mad to me that you would shut a ride just because it's raining. Yeah, it was raining quite heavily, but... So there's an, it's nothing to do with the fact that the ride can't run. It's literally the only thing is because... People don't want to go on the rides. No I, one queues up for them. I don't know. I don't really... Because um, surely rides are all kind of built the same. Yeah. You know, like a B&M in the UK is the same as a B&M somewhere else. Pretty much. Yeah. So, no, I, I think with rain, yeah, it perhaps maybe the, the rain can mess with the sensors a little bit if, if that becomes an issue. But I don't know. I, I don't feel like rain makes too much a difference to the hardware. Yeah. You know, but it's something that they do. And then, as you said, in thunderstorms, pretty much every park closes rides in thunderstorms. Mm -hmm. Obviously, For obvious reasons, though. You don't want to be on a steel roller coaster, you know, when... A high thing. Exactly. A tall steel roller coaster when there's lightning going on. Yeah. That's just a, a cause for disaster. So parks will often keep track of the weather. And if lightning is inbound, they'll close in anticipation of... So is that like a insurance type thing where they kind of have to shut if there's a thunderstorm? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. A lot of them do that. A lot of them will, yeah, either just close the, the rides for a temporary amount of time or even just close the park. Yeah. Just like, we can't can't operate anymore today. Because I, re I remember when we were at um, Gardaland in Italy. Oh, yeah. And there was a thunderstorm there. That's pretty much the only time I remember a thunderstorm at a park. It was a thunderstorm across the lake. They didn't yeah. close the park, though, did they? It was no. quite late anyway, to be fair. Because was... we went on the, um, <laughs> the viewing The observation tower, tower yeah. We were, like, high up in the air in this, like, steel thing and i was like this is not a good idea and we could literally it's just cool, see though. well obviously the whole park looked great but then across the lake you could just see all these lightning bolts yeah. and everything and we we're just like cool we're just on this ride yeah it was a great view love that <laughs> yeah slightly worrying so rain thunder you know big big weather things uh another one to consider is wind yeah some which rides, is one you don't really think about yeah some rides will close in the wind and obviously those are more so the type of rides that um are more uh, perceptible. Is that the right word? Susceptible. Yes. I'll do it again. <laughs> Don't cut this out. The type of rides that are more susceptible to wind. Yeah. Kind of like rides with smaller trains. 
Okay. Or rides that go through certain elements very slowly. Mm-hmm. So if you have a smaller train, the wind will impact the speed of that train more because it weighs less. Okay. Right? So it can be pushed around more easily. Exactly. Okay. So if there's a gust of wind, if it's going through the t- highest point and there's a gust of wind pushing the other way, <laughs> it might not make it over, right? Oh dear. Um, and then same concept with rides that go through certain elements slowly. You know, mm-hmm. take take the big one cresting one of its triangular hills. Yeah. If it's already going quite slow and then one wind, one gust of wind just pushed against it, again, it might not make it over the hill. Yeah. So usually there's, um, I can't, uh, anemometers, something like that, which oh, measure yeah. wind speed yeah, yeah. Um, at the top of usually the highest point of the ride or somewhere near the highest point of the ride. And then if it gets to a certain kind of speed, it'll just close the the attraction completely so does each ride have its own kind of like restrictions on wind is it is it a universal like wind speed that they have to stop or do they all have different ones they all have different ones depending on the type of ride it is okay and the kind of logistics to do with the ride as well how do they test that don't know i guess you you could probably model it right Uh, you could or kind of work it out well yes i imagine they work it out and then if they find the case that it it can stall in lower wind conditions and they'll change it accordingly right Mm. but i reckon Um, they give themselves some wiggle room yeah yeah of course they do they'll put the bound lower Uh, i don't feel like i don't feel like a lot of parks have to deal with that because Mm. most rides aren't designed to be going through these elements really slowly right you know they're meant to be usually going through quite quickly yeah so that they're never really that susceptible to to wind but it's a problem. The thing with wind is, wind's like really changeable and unpredictable. Yeah. And when we were opening weekend for Blackpool, obviously the weather was ridiculous because it was Storm Dennis. And we were waiting to go on the big one and they were literally sat in the station waiting for the wind to drop so that we could go. But I don't understand how they can know. Because if one minute it's too high for you to send a train out and then the next minute it's fine, what's to say it doesn't change by the time we get up the lift hill? I think it would probably be more of an average wind speed. And uh, yeah, I think gusts of wind, they can't do anything about really, can they? If there's a sudden gust of wind, it's really difficult worrying, to anticipate. Though. But it's not gonna, you're not going to die just because it's Maybe. not going to make it round. I guess. It's just a bit weird that they try to... I feel like it worries people when... Well, it worries me. But they don't know what's going on. You know what's going on. The average person at theme park wouldn't really get why it's closed i mean they, they'd be like it's closed for wind but they, yeah, i don't think i don't think i get take parallels between it's closed for wind and this ride might not make it all the way around the circuit i don't i really don't but feel i like think i'd that. be more worried if i didn't know what it was about because i'd be like well why is it shut and now it's open which mm. is kind of the same worries i have now even though i know the mechanics well, of we it we made it round didn't we it's fine yeah but it's just weird there you go we're all good anyway i'm sure they're you know They've run that ride enough times to know what kind of wins it can do, Definitely. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's a park on the seaside. What do you expect? Yeah, they, they must know what the limits of it are. Mm. So I'd be surprised if they didn't. <laughs> uh, another one, cold. Cold's quite a big one. Right. Especially if you've got a theme park that wants to open, you know, in the winter. Yeah. Um, and just like, like maximum wind speeds, rides have minimum temperatures that they can run in. Okay. So for like a... A GCI, I think it's about one degree Celsius. Mm-hmm. It takes to start it, but once it's going, it can drop a bit below that. Okay, so why can it run? Why does it have a set temperature? What if it goes under that temperature? What's going to happen to the ride? They might not make it round. Things might why? not operate. Things might not. The the materials might not interact with each other 
in the correct kind of manner. So like magnets and things? Not magnets, not magnets. More, so... The wheels? Yeah, wheels is a big part, and then fluid, so stuff like oil. Okay. You know, like the... The, the consistency wheels that you should... of the oil exactly. is wrong. Yeah, so if it's colder, the wheel is uh, the oil is thicker, and then it doesn't kind of flow as as well. Okay. So then, obviously, if the oil is not flowing well through the wheels, through the bearings of the wheels, then yeah. it's going to slow that down. You know, flowing well on the chain lift, chain lift might have drag, and it might damage the chain lift. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, depending on the type of wheel. Um, some wheels could start cracking if they get too cold oh, okay. because they become really brittle rather than oh, being... Oh, so like if they're made of rubber? Yeah. So right. instead of being more malleable, when they're hot, they become brittle and then potentially could crack and break. Okay. Um, so it's all of those kind of things that all play together. So it's partly, again, not making it round and then partly something could potentially... Probably wouldn't, right? Yeah. you probably have to get quite cold before these things yeah, start to break. Yeah, you'd think so. But... You gotta obviously set the the, the limit higher than yeah, you'd, yeah. you'd want to. Um, so, how many rides out there can actually operate in kind of cold temperatures? Depends. You can order specific rides. You can order. Some companies will make their rides specifically designed to be able to operate in cold temperatures. Right. So, like, like Taran. Yeah, like Taran, where it can operate sub zero. Yeah. Because they specifically wanted it to. So I don't know how that works. So maybe different materials are used. Yeah, potentially, or the fact that they've got ways to increase the temperature of certain aspects of the materials oh, okay. to go out. Yeah. I literally just spitball ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know, but they manage it, right? So, mm-hmm. but a lot of rides will have a, a again a, a minimum temperature that they need to get going. Mm-hmm. So another big one, snow. Snow. It's snowing. <laughs> Parks have tried to even if there was snow before to send their trains around to clear the snow. What? Kings Island did it with Mystic Timbers and it didn't make it way all the way around. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could have guessed that. Yeah. It's just going to plough and like build up the snow, surely. Mm. I heard a story of someone who said um, that the Efteling, it was it was snowing, but they wanted to keep Baron open yeah. for the next day. So they ran it all the way through the night. <gasps> so that, no way. Or ran it for like in the morning consistently so that, it would just kind of every time so then no ice or anything could yeah, form and yeah exactly have the snow settle yeah. on it so it was ready to go but they had to keep running it <laughs> that's really funny yeah so snow's that is a big dedication one. though um and again kind of snow and cold to go hand in hand like wicker man's opening weekend yeah didn't happen it didn't open the first weekend old towers opened in 2018 when mm-hmm. it was meant to because it was too cold and it was snowing it just didn't didn't reach the right temperature mm. and then with kind of cold as well um there's a few different aspects. One, it's not exactly very comfortable always to be on a, a ride that's going, say, 50 miles per hour, 100 kilometers per hour. Yeah. That's really bad. 60 <laughs> miles per hour, 100 kilometers per hour um, in the wind because it's going to make it feel much colder. Your if, face goes numb. If it's already cold and you have a wind chill as well, then, you know, it's, it's not always the most comfortable position. And then if you can imagine being stuck a few, you know, tens of meters high above the ground, when it's really windy and really cold, mm. probably not a good idea. Yeah. So quite a few parks. It really depends on the where you are and the weather, right? So if you've got nice weather, then you can open all year round. But a lot of parks will close certain rides um, in their winter seasons. You know, they'll say like, this one's not going to open, mm. kind of as a blanket statement. Europa Park does this where they say, Silver Star's not going to open in the winter period. Right. But if it can open that day, they will open it. Right. But... The blanket statement is we're not mm-hmm. opening it. 
Yeah, so there's no expectations. Yeah, so they, they limit expectations. Um, trying to think of what other weather there is. Hot weather. Hot weather, yeah. So hot weather is kind of like the opposite of cold, where things start to run too well. Well, this was kind of like the most obvious one to me of things just overheating. Because when anything overheats, like technology-wise, you just can't use it anymore. Mm. So the thing to be careful about is launches right. overheating. So like magnetic launches get hot. Right. And when they, obviously, you're in a hot country. Yeah. Apparently, a uh, um, Red Force at Ferrari Land was, started to overheat at some point. Um, so yeah, the magnets get hot when they're already hot. And then, obviously, I imagine you just can't run them when yeah. they get too hot. Um, and then you also get the fact that some rides might be running faster than anticipated. Yeah. Like Wicker Man had big problems where it would partially overshoot the brake run. Um, because, it, yeah, it was running too quickly and then the brake run couldn't slow it down enough. Yeah. I think quite a few rides have, have had similar things. And some some rides, yeah, Boulder and Galactica, the two examples, uh, have are timed from start to finish. And if they complete the circuit but faster than the time yeah. that is allocated, it will shut down. Oh. So if it's too hot and it's going really quick, then it means it can't run anymore. Yeah. So it's bold as something like 41.9 seconds. Right. If it beats that, it won't be able yeah. to stop. <laughs> I mean, that's good though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because um, imagine a ride just going insanely fast yeah. around like different, you know, you'd get G-forces you that you didn't really expect. That's what you want. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Wow, yeah. So mm, weather is, has a big impact, really. Yeah. But I think parks are usually set up to deal with the most common weather of their mm. region, right? And that's the thing, like, there's no one park where you kind of get, well, I guess there's some places where you get all the extremes, but you normally have an average day kind of mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. So all of these parks in hot regions will be, their systems should be set up to deal with hotter temperatures, yeah, hot, hotter base temperatures. And, you know, like, places that are, say, really cold will try and deal with that and, mm. and so forth. But yeah, there's whole it, it probably gets way more technical than what we've gone into here yeah this is just kind of a top level chat about it but yeah it is interesting to, to kind of know i think the whole concept of roller coasters could be faster or slower depending on certain yeah. variables is quite an interesting well, point that just plays into the whole thing of like you never really get the same run twice on a coaster because no. it's so variable yeah. depending on different things yeah if it's been a hot day and you're going towards the end of the day uh, yeah. ride is going to be flying through yeah. especially wooden coasters again like wicker man start of the day all right but end of the day on a yeah. hot day it's flying through yeah. it must be going seconds faster mm. and when we went on goliath at wallaby holland um we they, they'd sent it around for a few test runs uh, but not many like three or so probably as many as they was required to yeah. you know like safely operate it um and then it was our go and they kept telling us the time every time we went around mm. and we were shaving off like half a second here really half a second there and obviously obviously it decreased over time yeah. but you know it really speeds up by yeah. heating up the wheels and stuff like that wow so i mean it's interesting cause something you never really think about so like designers of roller coasters have to like really consider this but when you just ride in them you don't really think about how no. it affects it at all yeah the designers have to consider loads of things really. yeah you gotta consider the, the whole length of the train as well like what point of the, the train do you um design your forces around yeah because obviously the front and the back are going to be different to the middle mm. so some points of the ride you'll have to design for the middle of the train uh but some points you'll have to design for the extremities be like well the back of the train can only get to this amount of force mm -hmm. so i'm going to have to limit it here which is going to have a knock-on impact on the front and the back mm -hmm. so it might be boring in the front of the back but good in the back sorry boring in the front of the middle but good in the back yeah. because 
you're at your limit at the back, you know. So very complicated. It is good thing they've got a lot of computer systems with yeah. all of that going what on. A nightmare you know? without that. Simulations and stuff. Otherwise, back in the old days, you couldn't really do that. Yeah. So yeah, that's about it for this one. Um, if you have any ideas for stuff that we can talk about, then send it in. Um, we're always looking for new stuff. At CBR Podcast on Twitter. Yep. You can find us wherever you want. But yeah, that's it for this week. <laughs>